Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. If you're in the neighborhood, come on out here and join us. Get the weekend started a little bit early. We'll be out here till 6.30 till the flex comes on. Uh, then after that, uh, we'll probably sit here and enjoy ourselves a little bit more, too. Uh, Twin Peaks, the Stassi location. But there's a Twin Peaks in your neighborhood. I guarantee you that. Uh, so come on out here. And if you can't come out to the Stassi location, get to the San Marcos location or that Round Rock location. we got a lot to get into, of course. We're breaking down Texas, Kansas. We'll break down. Uh, we'll get that uh, breakdown to you here momentarily. But also, again, at the top of the 5 o'clock, we'll also get to... Dallas Cowboys, Minnesota Vikings, probably the biggest. No, not probably. It is the biggest and the best matchup of the NFL weekend. We'll break it down and talk about it and preview that as well. We'll talk about the Thursday night football game last night. Uh, once again, the Titans proving that they are one of the more well-coached teams in the NFL, uh, giving the Packers another L. All of that and more, but let's, before we do that, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream and the cheese. Pimping ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. He is Mike Hardball Harge. What's going on, my man? How you doing? Man, we in the place to be. As you said, we're out of Twin Peaks. Make sure you stop by, say what's up, get a chance to win a man card. Mm -hmm. Every hour, we're giving one away. Make sure you get over here and, and kick it with us. But you're right, Rod. One of the things you just said is something that cannot be understated. Mike Vrabel is the man and we will talk about that here in just a second but let me talk about my man that sits across from me every single day he hails from h-town with the get down he's a lifetime longhorn and a proud card carrying member of dbu legendary longhorn Derek johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen he's a former nfl db that still has that passion for film study but he's not a fan of white condiments but he is a fan of you the listeners. He is my man and yours. 
Rob Babers. I appreciate that, man, as always. And my man Patrick back at the ARN compound holding it down as always, and we appreciate his efforts. If you want to reach us, uh, it's best to do that via the Twitterverse today. I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. My man Harge at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. Patrick Davis back at the ARN compound. He's at It's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. Also, don't forget, it is 512 Friday. Uh, we play jams from local bands and artists that you can catch right here uh, in the ATX live in the uh, live music capital of the world. But also, my man Patrick gets those posted to you at hornfm.com in case you can't catch up with them uh, as we play them. All right, we'll get to all of that uh, momentarily. But let's talk Texas, Kansas, Harge. Yep. Let's get into it and break it down. We are uh, 24 hours away from it, from the matchup. Uh, by the way, speaking of, I should give a shout-out. We're going to be doing the pregame starting at 10.30. All right, 10.30 a.m. Um, it's going to be a little early, but come on down <laughs> and hang out with us. We'll be at Lavaca Street Bar downtown, the original, right, the OG. We'll be down there hanging out at the Lavaca Street Bar downtown uh, throughout the pregame, of course, uh, from 10.30 to uh, 10.30, sorry, 10.30 to 1.30. And yep. then after that, we'll have the watch party. All right, the official Horn Watch Party will be there at Lavaca Street Bar. So come on out tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be a great time. That's a great location, too. I think everybody has gotten a chance to frequent Lavaca Street Bar at this point. Uh, I should say the iconic. The iconic. Uh, yeah, Lavaca Street Bar. Okay, let's talk about the Texas-Kansas matchup. Uh, a lot of Longhorn fans. Uh, a little anxious after the performance by the offense versus TCU. Fortunately enough for Texas fans, they'll be going up against one of the worst defenses in college football. Uh, but but Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, Serena Williams size, Cardi B size, uh, Megan the Stallion size, Beyonce size, but is uh, you are coming off the last six quarters total. All right, Texas has scored what six points offensively? Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. Six points offensively. In the last six quarters. And you quarters? would have to go to seven quarters to find them to score an actual touchdown. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's been a minute, yeah. And so. this is supposed to be one of the most prolific offensive perform I mean teams that you could see because Rod, you've been saying it for a long time. You got the number one wide receiver, you got the number one running back, you had the number one freshman left tackle, you had the number one QB. At well, the beginning of the season. Well, I mean, coming into it. I think that's where it all That's where I, it all I think, starts I think, to I think slow down. Turns out to fall apart there. Yeah, yeah. It's because, yes, the young Quinn Ewers, although with a extremely high upside, yes. um, right now he is struggling. He is. And I think we expected growing pains. Uh, maybe these are what growing pains look like. I think this is a little bit more concerning than growing pains in my opinion i've I seen growing, i saw sam ellinger with growing well, i've yep. watched growing pains before yep, yep, yep. i mean innocent sometimes growing pains guys end up getting benched we saw Ben young chris sims i've seen the growing pains before absolutely um i i think that um that that quinn ewers right now between the footwork issues the confidence issues i also think compatibility with this current philosophy on offense with sark I think it's uh, it's detrimental right now to his development. Yep. And so what I'm looking for from Sark to help out Quinn Ewers, because you just you know talked about why Texas should have a a rebound, basically an offensive uh, rebound, if you will. They should basically a rebounding performance in this game um, because they should be able to bounce back and have a prolific performance. What that looks like, I don't know. But just because of the Kansas defense and how inept and dysfunctional they are, um, I expect Texas to have a great bounce-back performance. But Quinn Ewers is what I think everybody's watching. How does he look early on? Yep. Because if Kansas can discombobulate Quinn Ewers early on, I mean, 
there you go. The entire game plan falls apart. I agree with you. Now, I think that the way you beat any team for Texas, the way you win a road game, I should say, and beat Kansas, you not only need to put some Bijan on it, which is my 2022 motto, you got to slather this damn game plan in Bijan. You got two true road wins in your tenure here at Texas, Coach Steven, and both of those wins are the only two games in Bijan's career where he's had at least 30 rushing attempts. Right. Right. So if we if Texas loses this game to Kansas, and I'm knocking on wood because I don't think it's going to happen. Right? I don't think so I got either. Texas Me too. frying up that yard bird. Um, but if Texas does lose the game and Bijan does not have at least 30 rushes, then some, some somebody failed the assignment. Right. Right. I mean, it was a pretty obvious, a pretty obvious trend. Your two true road wins are the only two games in his career where he's had at least 30 rushes in a game. You ride Bijan all the way to the promised land. It's just that simple. Well, that's where the game plan starts and, I, I, and ends. By and the way. I was trying to say that's the start, the middle yeah. and the end yeah, yeah. of the story. Yeah. Right. And this is the other thing. You know, you looked at it and you can sit here and say, how does Sark help Quinn yours? Number one. Bijan. That's the easiest yeah. answer. And quick That's game. A, and quick game. And quick game. Find him a rhythm. Get quick him game. going. Yep. And I know that we all can sit here and say, hey, it's on him. It's not him reading it. It's not him and his footwork. But put him in comfortable situations. If you see him, quit being greedy. That's the other part. Please quit being greedy. If it's not there, take what the team is giving you. If it takes us 17, 18 plays to get down the field, do it. Don't be afraid of long drives. It's okay. Number one, you're keeping them off the field. You're keeping their offense off the field. Number two, you're giving yourself a better opportunity to score points. But there is no, there's no guarantee it's going to be a long drive. You're, the assumption it's going to be a long drive is that when you take the check down, when you take the underneath, when you take Agreed. the quick game, Agreed. when you take the short game, Agreed. whatever, that you're, you're really good athletes in space. Your B. John Robinson's, your Rojo, your X-Man, your J.T. Sanders, your Jay Witts are going to break a tackle like they did versus TCU late yep. and then get you a chunk yardage play. I agree. That's, see, the, the, you're right. Maybe Kansas tackles, maybe they have a great tackling day, and every time they're in space, one-on-one with your really good athletes, they tackle them, and then you don't get that yak yardage. But I'm betting about 50% of the time when you dump it off or you take that quick game or that short game, all right, instead of being the big game hunter, all right, take the small game, and I guarantee you half the time your guy's going to break. He's going to break a tackle and make a play. I agree. If you, if you scheme open one-on-ones, which Coach Steven is really good at doing. Yeah. All right? So I, I really, to me, I'm with you. I don't understand why early on. Now, later on, you want to take your shots later on in the game. I get it. But early on in the game, get that young man in a rhythm. Yeah. Get him confident. Right? I mean, Patrick brought it up. We were talking about how in basketball, when, when your shot's off, right, when you can't hit anything, right, you can't, you just, just off, period, right? Your you range those, is you out, one, your three-pointers You're having off. one of those, those yips, whatever it yep, may be, right? Yep. You just can't feel it. Um, get to the free throw line, see it go in, right? Yep. Get a layup, get a high percentage bucket. I want a ton of layups early on for Quinn Ewers, yep. a ton of them early on. Just the screen passes yep. you bring up. You Man, because we've been talking about screen passes it. for a month, right? <laughs> screen passes early on. Right. Quick game, quick game, quick game, quick game, quick game, quick game. 
I'd like to see short underneath pass, even check downs at times. If you don't like check downs, hey, Bijan in a check down, one-on-one -on -one with somebody for three yards, three, four yards, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what I want to see early. You're not going to change Sark. Sark is not going to change. This, this Tiger. It's too late. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's too late. It's exactly. too late to try to change it. Ain't, it ain't happening, man. Yeah, like, yeah. What would you ain't, say? A Tiger don't tiger change his stripes. Yeah. He ain't going. This, this Tiger ain't changing. He's told you that. He's going to take his shots. Yeah. Early on, though, I would like to see him get his quarterback confident in a rhythm, in a groove, then take his shots later Yeah, in the you game. can hit those. Later Because in the it's game. not as obvious, right? You, yeah. You're like, oh, we took a shot. But, hey, he's 12 of 13 for 135 yards, and the, the receivers have gotten those yards for him. So, yeah, let's take a shot down the field. If we miss it, ah, we miss it. Now we can come back to what we were doing to get to that point. Ah, let's take another shot. I don't want to see shots back to back. And I, I don't want to see it. That's tough. Yeah, and that's tough. Them early, you go, early, yeah, early, early shots in the game. back to back. Yeah. yeah, man. I'm with you. I don't. That's what I. Because I, I said we're not going to change. Sarkis going to take those shots. I'd like to see him later in the game after you've established your quarterback, getting in a groove, getting in a rhythm. And by the way, the defense will react by they'll start creeping up closer and closer to the line of yeah. scrimmage to try to tackle. Some of those guys in space. Absolutely. If you're taking those quick wide receiver screens, those smoke routes, uh, the you know the, the the quick game that I talk about, or just the tunnel screens and the bubble screens, all that kind of stuff. I would early on. That's where I would go, and we'll see. Uh, but Sark has proven early on he likes to take his shots. Yes. To really soften up the defense. And I listen. I I understand it. The theory, theoretically, it makes perfect sense. But right now, it ain't working. Right. Right now, it just ain't working. Right. So with the definition <laughs> yeah. of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Let's just switch it up. And by the way, you always got Bijan. Bijan's gonna get thirty carries anyway. We know that the, the game plan's gonna be all about Bijan. I'm saying when you do start throwing the ball, when you establish the passing game, start it out with high percentage passes first, and and, and RPOs. Yeah, RPOs are simple reads for quarterbacks. It's real simple. Ain't, ain't no progressions really. And, and it's a simple read. And it makes it where. He has already got his decision made. You're yep. looking at the defensive end. You're already it's reading done. it, and then you can dump it off. The one thing I want to see is, is something that's so simple, and it's happened to the University of Texas quite a bit. Run the things that people see success against you. You can do it. We talk about this league being a copycat league. Everybody's running the 3-3-5, the, the, mm -hmm. the, the cloud defense, where it's, it, it's hard for you to find those spaces. But you know how you attack those spaces? With the slants, with the rubs, with the digs. Why not do some of those yourself? Beat them with what they're trying to beat you with. Compliment them by knowing, hey, man, I know what you're trying to do to me, but you know what I'm about to do to you? because I've got better athletes than you, I'm going to do this and let them make the play for me. Why not do those? Because I still believe that Jordan Whittington is one of the most underutilized players on this team. And he's, he's that guy. He's your short route guy. Get him the ball. He'll make people miss some space. Why not give him those opportunities? Yep. Those are the types of things that I'm looking for, and those are the things that I want to see happen. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I think that early on, like I said, it's going to be a heavy dose of Bijan. I know that. I, yeah. I know first half, Bijan's going to be 15, hell, around 15 rushes or, or something, between 15 and 20 rushes. Uh, I do believe in the first half just oh, to yeah. establish 
text the tone and dictate the terms, really, of the matchup between Texas and Kansas. And honestly, the biggest reason to slather this thing in Bijan, not only your only two true road wins, I don't think it's a coincidence only two times in his career for Bijan that he's had at least 30 rushes in a game, but also you want to – you want to keep that Kansas offense off the field. Yes. You need to that's play my some, point. You need to play some keep away. Yes. I mean, that keep Kansas them offense on the side. They are gonna get theirs. I guarantee you that because it's just a really creative offense. It's definitely one of the more fun offenses to watch in college football because they do so much. But if you're Texas and you're thinking about what Sark always talks about, complimentary football, right? Complimentary football. That's his big talking point. Well, if you're talking about complimentary football in this matchup, quarter up against Kansas, which runs basically the triple option offense out of the shotgun, manipulating uh, the mesh point and really doing a number, just causing a, a conundrum with eye discipline for the guys at the second level, your linebackers and those safeties. And like I said, they use as probably as many varied concepts that I've seen a college football team use. You'll see two quarterback system out there. They'll run the Maryland I formation. You'll see a diamond formation out there. Uh, like I said, you'll see, you'll see old school triple option. Yep. I mean, they'll just go into center and run triple option. Yep. <laughs> You'll be like, oh, they're going to do something funky. No, they're just going to go into center and run the old school triple option on you. Um, they use a fullback. They use 12 personnel, 13 personnel, 11, 10, 21, 20, 30, 31. Yep. They use, they're probably as multiple and honestly, just as a football theorist, probably as fun to watch as any offense in the Big 12, uh, maybe in the country. If you're Sark, you want to keep that offense off the field. Yeah, that's keep that offense off the field. Make only give them a certain amount of of chances to beat you to expose you. They're arguably the most explosive offense in the Big 12. They're they're tied with TCU for the most 20 plus yard plays from scrimmage in the Big 12. And some of them come from their running back, Neil, coming out of the backfield, whether he's catching a a pass out of it or he's just busting through the line of scrimmage. And going back to the University of Texas and what we are expecting and how you could keep that team off there, I got a text just a second ago, and it's spot on. In order for Bijan to be that effective, the offensive line has to have a better game as well. They have to have a better week this week than what they had last week. Yes, there might have been times Bijan missed the wrong hole. There might have been times where they were in the backfield and he couldn't get himself going. The, the, they have to establish themselves in the force. The one thing we also didn't talk about is Kelvin Banks with his hand. Yeah, he does. He has that hand injury, and that's something, too. I was, like, I was looking on the film that day, and I was like, wait a minute. Did he get hurt on that? And I forgot that he did get hurt on that. And then he wasn't as effective because he was working through that injury. That's true. So that's something, too, that we're going to have to pay attention to. But most importantly, I agree with you. That's why I was saying, hey, they need to figure out a way to keep them off the field by going on them 17 and 18 play drives. And, yes, you're right. Those guys may be able to break it, and it may not be 17 and 18. But no matter what, if you could keep that offense from Kansas off the field, you're winning half the battle. Yeah, and we uh, talk about time of possession all the time. If you can beat them on that part of it and not only win the time of possession but score when you are controlling the ball, yep. that's the other part of it. Yeah, you can win the time of possession, but if you ain't getting points off of that, 
that's a huge miss in those opportunities. Yeah, because for Kansas, I mean, they're about explosive plays. But for them, time of possession doesn't matter as much. Um, they're about uh, being able to score off of those explosive plays that I just brought up. They're top ten in the country in explosive plays. They're actually sixth in the country in yards per play. So if you want to stop Kansas, number one, you got to stop the big play, all right? Bill Walsh famously in Finding the Winning Edge, uh, he wrote that if you win the explosive play margin by more than two plays that you win the game based on his research 80 to 85% of the time, I think that still holds true. It's probably more true now in a passing era. And for hell, look at Texas last week versus TCU. Yeah. What was the difference? Yeah. Explosive plays. Explosive plays. Quinn Johnson with the explosive. They had two. You, right? They had, they had two. two. And they both went for touchdowns. They went for touchdowns. That's the game. Yep. Bill Walsh wins again. Yep. Right? <laughs> he's still winning. Yeah, it's great he's still winning. That's going to be the same thing in this game. Kansas cannot survive. They cannot survive without the big plate. They need it. That's yep. why, just like TCU, like I said, I told you, they're tied with TCU for the most 20-plus yard plays from scrimmage. And TCU is one of those teams, they had – the I believe the highest rate of touchdowns off explosive plays going into that Texas game it was forty eight percent. Yeah. And Texas left. How did Texas stay in that game? And and how did Texas stay with them for four quarters? Because they were able to limit the explosive plays. Yes, they got their two, but that was really the only two they got. I think they yep. got like three or four actually. But that was but the, the two of them were the big ones. Were the big Those ones. Were the home runs. And same thing in this game. If that Texas defense can limit the explosive plays. They'll, they'll really kind of cut off the life force yep. to this Kansas offense. They cannot go the length of the field. They just don't have they don't have the personnel to do it, no. to be able to go 15 plays down the field. They need chunk yards. So for Texas, that's the number one thing. Number two, third down offense, third down defense for Texas. Yeah, third down they're defense. really good. Yes. They were leading the country in third down offense when Jalen Daines was starting earlier. Yes, hard. They were. And we were both on that talking about <laughs> yeah. they're really impressive. Well, now they're just they're seventh. Yeah, that's so, all. There's seven. That's, that's all. all. <laughs> uh, with Jason being dropped down, it's still yeah. top ten. But Jalen Daniels starts. They'll once again, be, they'll be able to replicate the same scheme that led to them being the best third down team in the country when he was starting hard. And Texas, one of the Achilles heels of the defense. What is it? Get off the field. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they can't do it. G O T F. Yeah. Once again, this week, G O T F. Get off the field. Texas, 94th in third down defense. It will come up big in this game. Once you limit them explosive plays, force them into a third down, got to get off the field. Because Kansas is probably the best in the country at staying on the field in that situation. But the other part of it is, flip side, Kansas is the one of the worst teams on third down defense at 122. So for the Texas offense, you're looking at it and kind of licking your lips for the bad part that you had last week. What, one of 13 on third down? Now you have a, you're going up against probably the worst defense. It is. It, it, it is definitely the worst in the Big Ten. I mean, in the Big Twelve. It's the worst alone. in the Big Ten and the Big Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> you combine the Big Ten, Big Twelve, <laughs> Mac. You can put them all, put them all in, in there. In there. It's worse than all of them. It's it's bad. Yeah. Like I said, I'm with you. If Texas can't move the ball versus Kansas, yeah. guys. Some, we got a bigger problem. If, if, we Quinn, about if it. Quinn if Quinn doesn't look much better versus this Kansas. Defense. There's a bigger story that we there, need there's to There's something else going out. on there. This ain't. Yeah. It ain't. This is. It's not growing pains anymore. Yeah. If you can't move the ball versus Kansas, this ain't growing pains anymore. Because first of all, it should just be Bijan, 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 and you should be able to stay ahead of the chains constantly, right. Bijan. But then I expect Quinn Ewers to look a little bit better. Listen, Kansas defense, 117th in total defense, yep. 104th in yards per play allowed, yep. 93rd rush defense, 118th in pass defense, 122nd in third down defense, 103rd in, in scoring defense. I mean, it doesn't matter what. What stats you look at, they are one of the worst defenses in college.
college football. So hey, if, they're, and they're one, they're one twenty-one in first down defense. Dude, they are a slump they buster. Are, if there's ever been a slump buster, hey, sign me this up. is it. I've been in a slump for a while. Let me sign the, me up. Nah. About, oh, Texas <laughs> offense versus this this defense. This is a slump buster, Texas. Yeah. If you cannot get your act together versus the Kansas Jayhawks, <laughs> woo man, we got problems. <laughs> I'm telling you, that hey. defense is bad. Now the offense is spectacular. Yes, it is. It, it will keep you. All, it will keep you up at night. Amen, brother. It will Amen. Keep you up at night, but just that, like Nexivo Naturals. Nexivo <laughs> Naturals. I have to make sure that I take me some well Nexivo Naturals every single night this week, especially because of the stress that I've been going through. It's hard to turn my mind off when you're trying to sleep. Let me tell you about the folks over at Nexivo Naturals Triple Action CBD Sleep Product. Nexivo Naturals CBD Sleeps helps you have a better night's sleep. Let me tell you how it all starts. It starts with the fast-acting Smart Sorb CBD to calm your mind. And then they add that fast-acting melatonin to get you to sleep fast. But then they've also added a controlled-release melatonin to help you sleep longer and wake up refreshed. Nexivo is also the only brand that blends all of these ingredients into one. You need to try their delicious strawberry-flavored strawberry uh, sleep support CBD complex gummies to help you fall asleep quicker. I've told you before I've taken it, and there's nothing else better. Uh, you can get a better night's rest and be fresher the next day with the products from Nexivo Naturals. For up to 25% off subscription orders of over $40 or more, use the promo code HORN at Nexivo.com. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com, promo code HORN. Have to give, uh, if Sark loses this game, we're going oh, to give gonna, him some, I've already ordered it He's going to need some Nexivo. I've already got some <laughs> extra right now because he is going to be up I heard all him, night. I heard him on, um, uh, on obviously, the uh, coaching show. Yeah. Uh, with Longhorn Weekly, and he said that he didn't go to the Texas Zags game, had it on while he was doing work, while he was doing game planning. Yep. And he said basically he was so damn close he could probably hear the damn crowd, but now he had to work. And I'm yeah. like, I respect it. I respect Good it too. Yeah. I respect it. The I, mental, I wonder, I wonder why he wasn't there and why he didn't show his face. And when he said that, I was like, you damn right. Working on damn his right, mental, man. Get, get it right. Yeah. Man. No, no. Hey, I'm with him, man. As well, because much time think, about it as as, possible. think about it as him as an offensive-minded coach. If for that performance to happen last week, you would have done the same as a defensive-minded coach. You're a defensive play. I mean, a defensive coordinator. There's nothing else on your mind than erasing the performance that the people saw last week. Yeah, worst rushing game by a Sark offense <laughs> since 2013. There it is. See there. Worst offensive performance by a Sark uh, team since uh, I think that uh, 41 to three loss to LSU he had at Washington back in the day. Um, either way, way yeah. back in the day, way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I said, that was more Coach Steven. That yeah. wasn't that wasn't Sark. We're sitting we all, there looking we, at we know we've seen, we've seen Sark. Sark. I've That's seen right. Sark before. That was Coach Steven, <laughs> and I don't want to see Coach Steven again. By the way, I've seen enough of him. I see him in the second half. I want to see Stefan. I want to see the swag. Yeah. I want to see the swag of Sark. That's what he is. Yeah. He's swagged out. Yeah. Yeah, he got the he got the Jays on. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I knew when I saw that damn suit before the <laughs> TCU game, I was like, that don't look like Sark. Yeah, that's not how he rolls. That was Coach Steven. Yeah. That was Coach Steven. That wasn't Sark. So hopefully we see Sark this weekend versus Kansas. Uh, that's what it's going to take. It's gonna, hopefully it ends up being a shootout. If it's not a shootout, that'd be strange to me. But maybe it's a blowout. Maybe Texas just whips them. That could happen. I doubt it. And the reason yeah. I doubt it is because for some reason, man, lately Texas can't be – they can't even cover versus Kansas. No. I'm not joking. No. Texas has failed to cover each of the last five games versus Kansas. And seven of the last nine, they failed to cover 
versus the Kansas Seahawks. Yeah. So that goes back before Sark. So they Texas has, hasn't covered in the last five, and they haven't covered in seven of the last nine games versus Kansas. And in the last three years, Texas has been favored by 31, 21, and 15. What are they favored by now, Harch? Nine. So they've been favored by in the last four years, yeah. 31, 21, 15, and now nine. Yeah. Uh, they have not covered in each of those last three years. Um, that num that nine is, is a big number. What That's we, a huge what number. What are you thinking, Harge? What are you thinking? I, I just think Texas you. wins, but I don't think they cover. I'm kind of with you on that. And Texas the only reason being is because of the things that we've talked about. Yeah. And, and look, I understand defense, and I understand that they're going to come out there and they're going to play their butts off again for University of Texas defense. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to play at that level at what they played last week, week in, week out, with an offense that you're not used to seeing yeah. against Kansas. Amen, brother. You're right about that. The eye discipline, the change in the movement, the, the there's a lot to dissect. It's a lot to digest, too. Yes. <laughs> and then you're trying to figure it out, and you're trying to be as disciplined as you possibly can on your responsibilities. And you know as well as I do, sometimes you get sucked into it. Amen. And things happen. Yep. I don't it's just a different thing. Do I think Texas wins the game? Absolutely. Yep. I think Texas wins every week until <laughs> they show me something different. And last week, I had we all was drinking the Kool-Aid. And we kept saying, man, it's hard to be a Texas fan because the second you think you got it mm. figured out, something like last week happens. And everybody keeps wanting to say, it's the number four team. It's the number four team. Texas had that ball game. They were in the ball game. They didn't. They didn't take advantage of the situation. That is what I'm. I'm expecting to be this, a complete opposite this week. I just like you. I, there's no way that that Sark has another offensive performance like yeah. they had. And I know it's the Jimmys and the Joes. I get that. But execution-wise and play calling-wise, that was bad. I know he will not let that happen again. That's why I think Texas has a good offensive game plan. But I just know that defense, and you can speak more to the defensive side of the ball with the execution part. It's tough to follow everything that happens on that squad. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll break more uh, break more down about this matchup between Texas and Kansas. Uh, but coming up next, we'll get to the Thursday night football outcome. Tennessee Titans proving once again they're probably the best coach team in the NFL, uh, putting a whipping on Green Bay. We got that and more right here live from Twin Peaks, the Stassi location right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. We are hanging out here at Twin Peaks, the Stassi location. If you're in the neighborhood, come on out here and start your weekend a little bit early. 512 Friday right here on Ball Don't Lie. We play jams from local bands and artists you can hear right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is the Capitol, and they are playing tonight at Central Machine Works. All right, the capital. Uh, my man Patrick also will have all of those uh, selections listed for you uh, at hornfm.com in case you missed uh, where you can go check out these very talented human beings. Uh, also, shout out to my man Vince. It's a random shout out. 
because I was actually left, or we were left, a cheesecake last week by, I believe it was Austin Artisan Cheesecakes. Yep, yep, yep. And my man Vince, I believe, was the one who sent it over. It was an avocado cheesecake. Wow. He was trying to test my my long held <laughs> you know basically my long held belief all right that i cannot and should not be consuming white condiments yeah 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 uh, so i guess he went by the way Vince i do eat cheesecake i love cheesecake so maybe one of those things is kind of a loophole i do eat cheesecake and love me some cheesecake uh but he sent an avocado cheesecake over to the studio and i don't i actually haven't not got a chance to taste the avocado cheesecake i know others dug into it. I know they did. They did. They and, did. And, and, and they had great things to say about the avocado cheesecake. It might be too extravagant for my taste. Just a little bit. Yeah. but That's shout, not who you are. But shout out to but the, hey man, they got avocado, key lime, turtle cheesecake, all kind of cheesecake actually. Um, they got the plain stuff too, like the old school, but they got everything there. But uh, Austin Artisan Cheesecake, so I appreciate um, my man Vince sending that through. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the It might still be in there. I, I doubt it is, though, actually. Also, so we got I a lot of people at our station that, we, that, that love free food. That are and, vultures. And they don't ask questions. One of them might be Zay. Zay might have already got in Zay, that. Between Zay, Chad, Snoop and Snoop. Snoop. Yeah. Jeff Howe is because Jeff Howe is a normal member of the media, so anytime there's food laid out, he just kind of sits around, True that. stalks it. You know, he's just kind of used to that. Uh, it's kind of the whole old media uh, behavior. They always expect free food when they go work somewhere. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sure it's, it's probably gone. I'm sure it was delicious, so we appreciate that. All right, let's get to this game last night, Harge. Uh, you had an interesting matchup last night between the Packers and between the Titans. I did tell people last night, Pick, go with the Titans in yep. terms of the spread. Said the Titans had covered seven consecutive games against the spread. That was the longest streak in the NFL at the time. Now make that eight <laughs> because they were a three-point dog to Green Bay at the time. And that right now, i got to tell you, that was a magnificent coaching job by Mike Vrabel. Yes. Getting his guys ready to play in that game. Uh, first of all, can't say enough about Ryan Tannehill because he actually had a 300-yard performance, 333 yards. He played really well. Um, but, man, the Titans as a team, especially the defense, is something else now to consider. I brought this up yesterday too. Uh, that Titans defense, man, they, they've been really good since, like, week three. They haven't allowed more than 17 points in regulation since week three. And that continued because right. they won the game 27-17. Um, and they have the best third-down defense right now in the NFL. Their opponents are only uh, converting around 28% of their third downs. you got to watch out again. They're definitely going to win the, the, that division because that division is a cupcake division with the Texans and the Colts, which are a disaster, and the Jags. Um, but even in the playoffs, because they can play bully ball, and they got one of the biggest bullies on the block. They got the Debo yeah, they of bully ball. Yeah. They got Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, grown man who – not only runs people over, but he was two for two with passes. He that threw was, a touchdown pass hey. on the goal line. And this is the other part about it that, that makes it so impressive what he has done, and that is uh, Mike Vrabel. Listen to this. They had six guys that were out yesterday. Mm -hmm. And you and I were talking about it before we went off air. And I said, man, they're going to be missing a lot of guys. And you're like, it's Mike Vrabel, man. He's going to be able to coach his team up. He finds a way to do it. 
And the other part of it is their defense didn't let Aaron Rodgers control it with the run game. No. They made him throw the football. They said, you know what? Kind of like what all the teams did to to Texas. You know what? We're going to make Quinn Ewers beat us. Mm -hmm. They said, we're going to make Aaron Rodgers beat us. And normally that's suicide. That's, I know. That's, that puts you in a bad spot. Yep. But not anymore because he still doesn't have that timing with his wide receivers. He looks a shell of himself because he's not stepping in the throws. He's so used to getting away with it with just stepping out the back foot and flipping it that now he was having prob uh, problems executing his passes, and they took Aaron Jones away from them. You're right, man. That was huge. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon combined for 18 rushes for just 53 yards. Between yeah. Them. And well, now, before they were destroyed, they destroyed the Cowboys last week. Exactly. Um, and yeah, it's, you got to feel bad if you're the Cowboys, honestly. <laughs> you came off a bye week. Thank you. And you couldn't beat this Packers team, which was, I mean, let's be honest, they were hurting. Yes. I mean, they, they, they were a team that was spiraling, and, and they were waiting on you to deliver the death blow. You couldn't finish this Packers team. They were waiting to be finished. We talked about the the Tennessee Titans were missing five, six starters on a short on week, a by the short way. Short week. Short week. Yes. They just did what they did to the Packers, and you had a bye week <laughs> to yes. prepare for a hurting Packers team, and yet you couldn't find a way to finish them off. And Aaron Rodgers, man, he's now – it's crazy. He has gone, I think, 16 games now with – uh, without throwing for 300 yards. Just, yeah, that, and that's crazy because look yeah. at who he is and how he got there. All yeah. the things that he was capable to do as a starting quarterback in, in that position, and now he can't figure it out. And does this signal the end of the Packers as we knew them? Yeah. Does this put us in I don't know. position I, now? He, I mean, 16 straight games with less than 300 yards passing is – that's crazy. Like, that's wild. What, what do you always say? Once is a what, – Yeah, once is a coincidence. Twice, uh, maybe you can see that as a – no, once is an outlier. Yes. Uh, two is a coincidence. Three is a trend. Four times a pattern. Five, that's, that's, that's who you, you are. And you just went to 16. You went to 16. And you just went to 16. Yeah. That's, that's who he is now. Yeah, that's exactly that's who, who he is. now. He's just not going to – he may be efficient, but he's not going to be prolific. No. So, he may have a game here. He may have a game there. Like last week against the Cowboys, everybody's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, this is the formula. This yeah. is the game plan. And I even said it. If you looked at the, the paperwork and you just put them side by side and you saw one quarterback threw 20 times and the other one threw 39 times, you'd be like, oh, that's definitely Aaron Rodgers versus Dak. You're right. And this week, it was Aaron Rodgers 39 times. Throwing the ball. And then Tannehill, and Tannehill with 333 yards. Yeah, on 27 like, passes. Those are Aaron Rodgers numbers. Exactly. That's what Tannehill's you would have looked at. Yeah. Yeah. It just, uh, I, I, yeah, I am, um, yeah, I'm, I'm stupefied by it. Yeah. Uh, flabbergasted. And I don't use that word, Liza Black, man, that Aaron Rodgers is playing at, at such a uh, low level, such an average pedestrian level, I should say. Four and, and seven. And, and maybe, it's, maybe, maybe it's father time. I mean, yeah. I, it could just be as simple as that, that we're just starting to see him now on the, kind of the downturn of, of his skill set. But one thing to think about, though, and I, like I said, we'll get to the Cowboys, too. Matter of fact, top of the 4 o'clock, we're just previewing that Cowboys uh, and that Vikings matchup. But, man, I'm saying the Tennessee Titans could potentially be a dangerous team in the playoffs because they're formula to win that bully ball formula yeah. when, when the weather gets bad. 
And think about this year in the NFL particularly where you have the all-time highest yards per rush in NFL history. Right. You have more teams running the ball than any time in the last 40, 50 years in the NFL. And who runs the ball better than anybody else? Oh, big Derrick Henry. Teams are, teams are having more success running power and gap schemes. Power and gap with Derrick Henry. And you don't want that in the cold weather. Exactly. You don't want that in the hot weather. You don't want that in no weather. <laughs> but now that defense, man. Listen, yeah. And it, the offense is rounding for him. That was the first game all year long. All right, first game all year long. Um, they scored a fourth quarter touchdown. All year long. Think about long. that. Think about this team. <laughs> <laughs> With Derrick Henry, the first time they scored a fourth, so wow. the offense is actually just starting to get get you know getting round in the form. Well, they were hurt. They, they were had a lot of group. guys hurt early this yeah. year as well, and now Derrick Derrick Henry was one of them. Yeah, he wasn't. I mean, I don't think he started every single game this year because I think he went through. Something. No, you're right. He had. I, I think you're right about yeah. that. And this is the this is the highest point total the Titans have had all year. Right. They've been winning games by just holding teams to 17. And now he's much. starting to get that. They're starting to find their groove. So that, that could be a dangerous team. Just keep an eye out for them um, because if Ryan Tannehill is playing like that, and I don't trust Ryan Tannehill either. Nobody trusts Ryan Tannehill. No, he's in, not the guy yeah, that exactly, want right? to put the game in his hands. Thank you. Playoff yeah. primetime games? No, no, we don't trust Ryan Tannehill, especially no. without A.J. Brown. But they're not going to play that kind of ball. They're going to try to put the game in Derrick Henry's hands unless you can stop Derrick Henry which is hard to do. You can do it, but it's hard to do, especially deeper you get into the season when the weather gets bad. Uh, this team can be dangerous, man. And they're always there. They're they've been there since, there since Mike Vrabel's been the head coach. They've been there every year. He's solid, man. He's solid the as a coach. He is. Because he, he's a player, and they man. respect him because he's telling them, bro, I know what you've been through. I've been, yep, you're right. I've, I've been through it. Check my resume. Check my resume. Check my resume. <laughs> I've been through it. I get it. But what I need from you is this. Man. And, and they give it to them. that's what they brought. That's what they brought every and, single and time. They are probably the deepest. They're one of the deepest teams in the league because they, they don't waste the roster spot. No. Last year was the same thing. Yeah. Last year they lost. I mean, Deontay Foreman was in there. Exactly. He's, he's part of the reason he helped resurrect Deontay Foreman's Thank career. Thank you. After Derrick Henry ran down, they just they just they don't waste the roster spot. Even down to the practice squad guys, they make sure. No, yeah, no, no. It's all about that work, right? We believe this is a guy that can play for us. Yes, they they truly believe there's no too deep. Everybody Agreed. on that roster, basically, they treat like a starter. You're gonna end up playing for them and producing. All right, we come back. We'll get into the flex on the other side. You got some high, Texas high school football playoff matchups tonight. We'll get into those. Also, give you a little preview of the content, the great content over there at Flex. Go check that out for yourself, flxatx.com. We'll come back with the Flex right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. Five one two Friday right here on Ball Don't Lie. With jam, uh, jams from local bands and artists that you can catch right here in the ATX, the live music capital of the world. Who are we listening to right now, Patrick? This is Dream Eater. Uh, they are playing tonight at high noon. <laughs> All right, go check out Horn, <laughs> hornfm.com if you missed any of the uh, selections my man Patrick threw out there. Because not only does it give you uh, the actual name of the artist, it also gives you the location where you can catch that artist. Sometimes it's free 99 my favorite Free price. 
Uh, all right, go to flxatx.com. This is the Flex segment, getting you ready for uh, the Texas high school football weekend. And they got all of the different games and schedules up there for you. Uh, they got the times and the locations. So go check that out for yourself. Uh, that's at flxatx.com. Uh, also up there, the um, preview, I should say, um, of our all-flex team, which we are going to be revealing uh, November 28th. All right, we're going to be revealing that. Really excited about that. It's going to be really, really cool. Been working on it for a while. Everybody in the station got involved. All the on-air guys got involved. But obviously, we didn't do the hard work. The hard work was done by my man uh, J.J. Don, Snoop Snoop, Derek Cohen, of course, part of that group. Uh, also, my man uh, Zach Lucero is a big part of it, working hard for them. Uh, Nolan, the seed. Uh, they got a great They got a great team over there uh, at the Flex with the Flex crew. Uh, matter of fact, we'll be off early today for the Flex at 6. 30. So go check out flxatx.com. Uh, go check out flxatx on all of your social media platforms. Also, I can't forget volleyball. Uh, not only do we talk a lot about football and uh, how we uh, they follow football, of course, ton of coverage, wall-to-wall coverage of football, but also doing a great job following uh, the volleyball playoffs, which are going on right now. Uh, talks about Liberty Hill, Dripping Springs, punching their ticket to state in volleyball. Got some great coverage of that over at the FLX uh, website, so go check that out too. Like I said, they got all of the uh, the scheduled games for tonight, and we got a ton of games uh, tonight uh, for Texas high school football playoffs, so go check that out too. And I, I believe, Hard, you, you said you're going to check out Kinfolk, aren't I you? I am going to Kinfolk, going to check them out at Puffield. Nice. Um, I'm going to listen. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have my – yeah. Headset on, listening to Bucky Gobbo and Mark <laughs> Honey talking about them. There's going to be a lot of action going on. This is a big matchup against Cipolo Steele, yep. uh, Lake Travis versus Cipolo Steele. Big-time matchup. They've, they've been having a battle at this. They played earlier in the season. Cipolo mm-hmm. won the game, but they didn't have their, their quarterback. Yep. They had a wide receiver playing quarterback at the time. And now you know as well as I do, if you can run the ball in November and December, you got a chance to play for our state championship. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing how Kim Folk does this weekend. Yeah, uh, got a lot of uh, great games, great matchups, of course, uh, this late in the playoffs. You got <clears throat> Westlake versus New Braunfels. Uh, that will be happening at San Marcos Stadium, Radler Stadium. 52 or 53? What are they going for, 52? Or 53? Westlake? Yeah. yeah. Score? No, well, what are they going for? Is oh, this is going to be 52. 52. Yeah. I know. They're going for their 52. It's absurd. <laughs> it's absurd. I wish I was. It's I absurd. I went through high school like that. Right? Think I, about it. You have not lost. I'm trying to think of the longest House winning streak I had. Lost the game. I don't know the longest winning streak I had, period, in right. my career ever. Right. At any level. I played for the Lions, so I know what it is. Oh, you know it is. Start there. Oh, <laughs> uh, and but even at Texas. Look, Texas, what do y'all have? Like eight? Yeah, like maybe eight, seven, eight games, something like that. Yeah. It's the high school. If I played at DB High, Houston Lamar, we were a good program. Never had a winning streak. I know. They're going for number 50. That's crazy. It's insane. That. Yeah, it insane. It really is. It's a crazy number. Uh, you got also have Lake Creek versus Rouse. Um, you'll have uh, Georgetown versus Magnolia West. That's happening too. Um, you'll have uh, also uh, actually uh, Vandegrift versus Judson. Yeah, that's that, a big game too. That is a big game. That's a big game too. That's a big game right there. Uh, yep. LBJ versus Port Neches, uh, Neches Grove. Yep. Uh, they're all, they'll be in Katy. Um, you'll also uh, have um, sitting in Lago Vista or still yeah. in it. Lago Vista still uh, in it. Shout out to the Lockhart Lions yep. uh, because uh, they'll be facing Flower Bluff. Um, so shout out there. And then Liberty Hill. Shout out, uh, actually, shout out to Liberty Hill because they'll be actually in volleyball. Yep. Uh, playoffs. Uh, playoffs? <laughs> uh, actually, is that state? 
Yes, it is the final four. That was final four. It's final four. Okay, they lost. They lost today. Oh, they lost today. It already happened. Yeah, it already happened. All right, not bad. All right, sorry, Liberty Hill. I apologize. Good job, though. Sorry, we're still giving you a shout-out for football, Shout-out. Give me out of love, though. Yeah, shout-out. Give me your love, though. But, yeah, go check out FLXATX.com. They got all of the information up there. My man Derek, you just heard him. He's plugged in. They're all plugged in, doing a great job. So, FLXATX.com, FLXATX on all of your social media platforms. And if you're looking for updates throughout the night on scores, they do a fantastic job uh, on the FLX ATX Twitter account and also uh, listen to the halftime show uh, for the Lake Travis broadcast. Too. Yeah. They do a really good job. They get you pre-gaming and, and yeah, middle of the game yeah. and post-game. Yeah, so basically once we're done at 630, check out the uh, the Flex crew. They do a really good job of giving you kind of the broad overview. Uh, their halftime breakdown is really, really good as well. You can check that out. But uh, all of that information at FLXATX.com. All right, we come back. We're talking Cowboys on the other side. Uh, we're talking about whether Harge feels good, whether he feels anxious, feels bad, pessimistic, optimistic. Give me all of it. About his Cowboys <laughs> chances this week. Vegas likes the Cowboys this week. We'll see if Harge likes them. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. 